0: Now we're going to continue with our series of preaching on the close encounters with the Savior. So if you have your Bible, would you please um, open your Bible to the Gospel of John, chapter 21, John, chapter 21, verses 1 through 14, the Gospel of John, chapter 21, verses 1 to 14. If you're able to stand, would you please stand for the reverence of the reading of the Word of God? I'll be reading it from the New Living Translation. The New Living Translation will also be projected on the screen. Um, Hear now the word of our Lord. Later, Jesus appeared again to to the disciples beside the Sea of Galilee. This is how it happened. Several of the disciples were there. Simon Peter, Thomas, nicknamed the twin, Nathaniel from Cana in Galilee, the sons of Zebedee, and two other disciples. Simon Peter said, I'm going fishing. We'll come too, they all said. So they went out the boat, but they cut nothing all night. At dawn, Jesus standing on the beach, but the disciples couldn't see who he was, he called out, Fellas, have you caught any fish? No, they replied. Then he said, Throw out your net, your net on the right side of the boat, and you'll get some. So they all did, and they couldn't haul in the net because there were so many fish in it. Then the disciples, the disciple Jesus loved, said to Peter, "It is the Lord." When Simon Peter heard it was the Lord, he put on his tunic, for he had stripped for work jumped into the water and headed to shore. The others stayed with the boat and pulled the loaded net to the shore, for they were only about a hundred yards from shore. When they got there, they found breakfast waiting for them, fish cooking over charcoal fire and some bread. Bring Some of the fish you've just caught, Jesus said. So Simon Peter went aboard and dragged the net to the shore. There were 153 large fish, and yet the net hadn't torn. Now, come and have some breakfast, Jesus said. None of the disciples dared to ask him, who are you? They knew it was the Lord. Then Jesus served them the bread and the fish this was the third time Jesus had appeared to his disciple since he had been raised from the dead the word of God is already blessed would you bow and join me in prayer Father as we come to the pinnacle of our worship experience we have prayed we have sung we have danced we have celebrated but Lord we know the part of thus saith the Lord is where you speak to us. Father, op- um, our hearts are open. We are willing to hear from you. Nobody came to hear what Perry have to say. So Lord, use me as your instrument, as your vessel, so that the words of my mouth, the meditation of my heart will be acceptable unto your sight. Oh Lord, my rock, my Savior, my Redeemer. And Lord, we pray, if there's somebody here who do not know you, may they encounter the living and resurrected Savior. It's in Jesus' name I pray. Amen. You may be seated. I want to preach from this subject the appearance that really matters. The appearance that really matters. One of the most interesting things that can happen is you go into the doctor's office or, worst of all, the emergency room. When you get there, there's a plethora of people designed to help you. Um, from the moment you checked in, from the valid people at the parking, from the door um, for the greeters, to the registrar, to anybody, there's a plethora of people that designed to help you and to make sure that your stay or your visit is happened properly. But I guarantee you, if you go with an emergency, if you go with any issue, you don't care about none of them. The only visit that really matters from from, from all those people is the doctor. Because when you see the doctor, the doctor is going to tell you what is wrong or the doctor is going to give you something to make you feel better. Can I get a witness? You know nobody wants to see the nurse. The nurse is very nice, but the nurse cannot give you a definitive answer because the nurse can only read what the doctor says. Even if the nurse knows, they're not going to tell you because they're not allowed to. But they're there to do all the work. But all you, the only person you want to see is the person who you believe has an ability to say something about your situation. Can I get a witness? Who I feel like preaching like a Baptist preacher. Now, because the reason why you want to see the doctor, because if you are sick, the doctor can take a little pepper his pocket and wrote something in it that little something that got about to write is enough to make you feel better just, just by him writing something on a piece of paper for you to take with you to CVS or Walgreens or whatever your pharmacy of choice is, you already believe that makes you feel better and that is why we get concerned when we go to the doctors and we can't find answers because we believe that the doctors have answers because when you go there, the one person the one appearance you want the one cameo you want it ain't the nurse, it isn't the administrator, it isn't the whatever, is the doctor. Can I tell you in the same way we have a doctor that still make appearance, we have a doctor that still make house call, we have a doctor that still make heart call, we have a doctor that still make soul call, no matter who you are, where you are, there is a doctor by the name of Jesus the Christ. He is risen, he is living, and when he comes... He comes with an answer. When he comes, he comes with deliverance. Can can I get about two or three of you who's waiting for God to move the unmovable, to move the unshakable? Can I get, whoo, I feel like preaching. Let me not get too excited. Because this doctor, this visit, some of us know that we are waiting for this doctor to meet us. And can I tell you, it's no different than when the boys were chilling and they were about to go back to what they were not supposed to go back to and jesus showed up because jesus is like that jesus jesus can show up where you are jesus can show up where you are because jesus doesn't care about where you are jesus is concerned about you because it don't matter where you are doesn't determine where you're going to be it's up on the prescriptions I'm about to give you that's what matters who I feel like preaching i don't know but maybe it's just me but i'm excited because we see here in our text john the disciple whom jesus loved he is writing, and this is the third encounter Jesus had with the disciples. He already met him twice, and we see, and we, we see but Dave's been preaching, and, and next week we got a special guest preacher, and next week again we're gonna have a special, special guest preacher. Trust me, you don't wanna miss the next two weeks, or the next, the next three weeks, we, because we have all guest preachers. Dave and I will be on sabbatical. We have guest preachers, and trust me, you guys tired of my voice, tired of Dave's voice, and trust me, the next, the next two guest preachers we're gonna have, you're gonna love them. And I'm telling you, they're gonna preach like they're gonna preach like Spurgeon preach. But 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 see, we as we see the encounters that 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 the Savior, the the the, the risen Savior, Jesus encountered. Jesus uh, um, rose, and, and and after he was from the dead, he appeared many times to many people. Uh, um, you saw the women at the tomb; they saw Jesus. Uh, um, he appeared to the disciples in John 20. Um, he appeared to, to, to the disciples again when Thomas was present. Uh, um, he, he also appeared to over 500, and Paul said in, 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 in 1 Corinthians 15, verse 6, to over 500 uh, uh, of the brothers. He also appeared to his disciple in the passage we read. As, as, as we read this, this encounter, Christ meeting uh, um with his men, it, it became clearly evident to me that Jesus... Can do certain things. Jesus can do certain things that does not depend on where you find yourself. The, here's the reason I'm saying this to you the disciples, Jesus, they were fishers. They were, and, and I've said this here before because I preached on that text before, but I'm preaching a different context. They, they were fishermen. And when Jesus called them, Jesus called them to be fishers of men. Do you guys see the difference? Fishermen is the profession that they have to make a living. They catch fish, they sell it, they make a living. But see, Jesus called them from being fishermen to be fishers of men. In other words, they turned from fishermen to be gospel preachers, to share the good news so they can catch men for Jesus Christ. See, they did that upon Jesus' death, and Peter was the chief of them. Peter denied Jesus three times. And see, now they did something that most of us tend to do. They decided to go back. Peter said, I'm gonna go fishing. Right? And the other one said, Six others says, I'm gonna go with you. So now they go back to what they've been to what they were called out of. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You're, you're, you're with me they were called out of something and when Jesus called you out of something you can't dare to go back there but, but see because of how they feel because of what had transpired they said well let's go back and fish and be fishermen again they now moving from fishers of men to go to fishermen Unfortunately, they fish all night. They catch nothing. And there are three things that I want you to see that takes place within the text. The first thing is this. Here, it's about the one who calls you and I. Jesus, number one, if you take notes, number one, Jesus is willing to meet us where we are. That, that makes no sense to you, but, but, but let, let, me, let me unpack this for you in a minute. They went back To what they were not supposed to do. They went back to what that Jesus graduated them out of. They went back. But Jesus did not judge or chastise them. Jesus went where they are. Isn't it good that you and I know that Jesus is still able to meet us where we are? Because for some of us, if, look, look, the pastor may not even meet you where you are. But Jesus is willing to meet you where you are. Look, verses 1 through 4. It says, later again, the disciples. Watch this. Uh, Later again, Jesus appeared to the disciples besides the Sea of Galilee. This is how it happened. Several of them, we see Peter and the boys. Peter said, I'm going fishing. Verse 3. And they said, we'll come with you. So they went out in the boat. They caught nothing. Verse 4. At dawn, Jesus is standing. Where? At the beach. Jesus, um, you know, Jesus standing at the beach. So where were they? They were fishing. They went to the sea. So Jesus went on the beach by the sea to meet them. What I'm trying to tell you is this. Some of you, where you are today... You not you not where you need to be. You are not where God has called you. But by you even hearing my voice, this is Jesus saying this. I am willing, and I'm meeting you exactly where you are. See, there's this this this, this theology. Uh, come as you are, live as you are. No, 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 no. Come as you are and live change. See, see, see. There's a sense that in our churches, in our cultural churches, in our ethnic churches it's like oh you need a suit you need this nice dress don't get me wrong I love y'all know I love dressing up mm, mm, trust me I do I do that's the only thing I know how to do well I cannot do casual dress well because I don't even know how to put things together but this here hallelujah thank you Jesus brother be looking fine but watch this you don't need a suit to become a Christian Jesus is willing to meet you with the Jesus and the t-shirt where you are wearing it all. Jesus is willing to meet you. Now Now you, you're in the Haitian church dressed accordingly, but I'm telling you Jesus is willing to meet you where you are. See, it's not there's a sense, we said oh, go get yourself together and come to Jesus. That's what people said. But what Jesus said to you and I is this where we are he is willing to To meet us where we are. You know how I know he's willing to meet us where we are? I'm about to get excited. Jesus left heaven. He left his throne. And he took the form of a man. And he became sin. He who knew no sin. Became sin. So that we might get the righteousness of God. Jesus is willing to meet us where we are. When we really belong to the Lord... And when we wander off the path that he assigned for us, we will not go astray from him forever. He has a vested interest in us and it will, it will hound us until we deal with our backsliding conditions. The reality of it is this, I don't care how far you backslid, but if you know the Lord, if you love the Lord, you know he's tugging at your heart. He's calling on you. He's knocking and knocking and knocking because he won't relent. He won't give up. People may say, well, you've done too much. It's impossible. There's no way for you to come back. No, can I tell you something? If you know Jesus, there's always a way back. There's always a way back. I I I don't know if you guys have you guys ever go on a road trip and you drove your car. Let's say you go to Orlando, you drove your car, it seems you're getting there it takes forever. But on the way back home, somehow, way, once you get to Port St. Lucie, it looks like you're home already. You don't feel like it, but it looks like you're home already. And somehow, way, the drive home always feels shorter. And can I tell you something? It does not matter where you are today, God is calling you says, I'm willing to meet you there, but I won't leave you there. I want to get you back home. Come back to him. He's still looking for those of you who are to make you his sheep. He wants to save your soul. He's been dealing with your heart and he's been calling you to come to him. Come, because he's willing to meet you where you are. Not only that, I know you guys, guys got to go to your Mother's Day restaurant reservation. God bless you and all. But, but I won't keep you long. Number two, not only is he willing to meet you where you are, but, but see, it, it would be one thing for Jesus to just meet you where you are. But, but watch this, watch this. He is able to take care of you where you are. Woo! That blessed my soul. God is able to do just what he said he will do. He's gonna fulfill Every promise to you, don't give up. Don't give up on God because God is willing to take care of you where you are. Not only is he willing to meet you where you are, but to take care of you where you are. If you catch nothing, there's nothing you can eat. You're, you're with me? I'm still in the text. They went and fished all night. They catch nothing. So therefore, they got nothing to eat. But see, Jesus, good black man as he was... He had the grill ready. He had the grill ready. And I'm pretty sure I said this before. He had some apes there too. He sure did. He sure did. He, he, he got the grill ready. Look what the, the Bible says, verse 5 through 11. Look what it says with me. It, it, it says this. He called out. It says, fellas, I like that. The, 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 I, I like the New Living Translation there because he put it like this. It says, boys, what's up? What's up, fellas? It says, what's up? He y'all got none? you catch anything? Jesus said, nah. They, 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 they said, nah. Nah. We got none, man. Dry. Dried up. Nothing. And, and then, then it says this. It said it again, throw your neck on the right side. Isn't it funny? Isn't it interesting how when we go back to what we think is right, we're always on the left? We're like Beyonce to the left, to the left. Y'all, oh, you y- 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 new people don't know don't know what I'm talking about, but 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 see, Jesus says, throw your net on the right side, and they threw their net on the right side, and they catch so much that they couldn't bring it all in. And, and see, you, you see now, it, it, it says it says this it says in verse verse uh, um verse nine when they got there, they found breakfast waiting for them. Fish cooking over the grill and bread already baked. Jesus, was a, Jesus can cook, y'all. Jesus can cook. I'm going to say something about this in a minute. It says, bring some of the fish you just caught. So Simon Peter went back and got some of them. See, see, watch this. Watch this. They went, Jesus, they went back to where they're not supposed to go. Jesus went to meet them there. When he meet them there, he realized they got needs. They got needs. See, you can't preach to people on an empty stomach. If they're hungry, give them something to eat. Jesus says, I got got you. See, if Jesus took the time to take care of the disciples... How much more has it been taking, taking the time to take care of you and I? You, you, you don't have to have me to give your testimony. But you already know some of the things that you've done. And Jesus says, I'm still going to take care of you. He forgave your sin. He gave you a purpose. He gave you a name. You're no longer who you used to be. Because when this appearance, when he makes his appearance, he's not just coming there to meet you but he's coming to take care of you see when a doctor shows up doctor shows up they already check your blood pressure and all that stuff but he come in with the telescope, is that what it's called right? the tethoscope? stethoscope? no te- stethoscope yeah he come in and look look breathe you know and then go in the back Ask me what they hear, I don't know. But can I tell you something? When Jesus showed up, you can breathe. Because when you breathe, everything you breathe, the Holy Spirit translated because Jesus knows everything that you feel. Everything that you feel because when you breathe, you, 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 you know, when you were a kid and you were sick. And you're sick, and sometimes you sick, it's a little boo-boo, and your mom, can, can I get a word? This? Praise God for Haitian mothers, and, and they know your favorite meal. They, they know you got a little boo-boo, or something, or test you. You were, supposed, you were studying so hard for, you, you know, you give your all in all, you know, for the good Haitian moms. They're not going to terrorize you. You know what they make for me? My mom, legume. Legume ziikole, hallelujah. Woo, woo, mm, mm, mm. I'm about to get hungry right now. And they, they make your favorite food. It, it, it's a way that, it's almost like you don't have to say anything. For, for young kids now, they take you to McDonald's or chicken nuggets. No, no, we old school Haitian. Mm-mm. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> look, look, the young kids, look, I see some of them say, yeah, McDonald's, yeah. No, no, McDonald's, no good, no good, no brain, no, no good, no good. But but, but see, when they make that, it's almost like they knew, without you having to say anything, they already know what you feel, and they make something to make you feel comfortable. Jesus is willing to take care of us the same way, even much more than our mothers and fathers can, because you know what? Jesus himself prepared the meal. He prepared the meal. He prepared the bread. And can I tell you this? Can I tell you this? when you when you encounter Jesus when he comes into you when you let him does what he do, when you let him do what he does he will prepare exactly what you need if it's a book that you need it will be a book custom made just for you a, a, anybody here got, got 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 your little boo or bae, your husband, whatever y'all call him now? It just made just for you. He's patient with you. He he understands you. When, 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 look look when, even when you pass God, it says even when you pass gas it it's perfume. I can say that on the show. It, it's, the, it, 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 it's, it's the contemporary service. I can say that. I only say that to the girl moon. amen. I can say that you know to the young girl moon. y'all yo, yo, young girl moon, you can get that. But see, when you, when he, when he takes care of you, that job that you underqualified for, that he promised you is going to be yours, guess what? They find somehow, way they call your name. That promotion that you've been looking for, somehow, way, he gives it to you. Because Jesus, he's willing to take care of you where you are. Now, it will be, be one thing if he just meet you there and take care of you there. And just leave you there. But watch this. Watch this. Number three, he will restore fellowship with you right there. He restored the fellowship with you. Watch verses um, verses twelve to fourteen says this. Watch this. Now Jesus says, "Now come and have some breakfast. Come and have some breakfast." You don't fellowship with enemies. You sit and dine with people that you know. You 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 know, have you have you ever seen pay, pay attention to this, to, to your to your parents. People that they love, people that they appreciate. When they make food, when when they when they call sesso and so come get some food, that person come inside the house. People who they really look, mbablapuro on the kailasil sal. See? Ricardo got me. Amen. <laughs> you know, because the people, because they know if you come in, a house is a mess, you're going to gossip about it. You're not coming in. But people that really cared about them, people that really in fellowship with them, whether the house is a mess, they're going to come in and they won't say a thing. hmm you know what I'm talking about. But, but see, Jesus, because those people in fellowship with him, see, Jesus here said to the disciple, come, come and dine. What an invitation. Come and dine with Jesus. When he restores you, he's not keeping track of what you've done in the past. He's not saying, he didn't say to the boys, how dare you go back and be fishermen again. He didn't say this. He said, no, no, no. Come and sit and chill with me. Come and sit here with me. Isn't that what Jesus has called us to do? Jesus is a friend of sinners. Jesus doesn't judge the people. He doesn't judge the men because of what they've done. He already knows this. He sees this. and We, 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 we saw this already. I preached that sermon. I don't know when, but I preached that sermon when Jesus restored Peter. You saw how he went back and forth with Peter. But, but see, Jesus said, sit and die with me. Jesus is willing to restore the fellowship. When the meal was ready, Jesus invited this weary man to join him and ate with them. The meal that he prepared for them. He prepared a table for me in the presence of my enemies. Jesus is the one who prepared the table. Don't try to prepare your own table. Let Jesus prepare the table for you. When you prepare your table, I guarantee you, somebody's going to kick you out of it. But when Jesus prepared a table for you, ain't nobody, and <laughs> no devil in hell, or ain't no Republican or Democrat. My wife said, don't say those things, but I'm telling you, and nobody can take it, take, it, take it away from you. I guarantee you this, and nobody can take it away from you. No one had to tell them who they were fellowshipping with because they knew it was Jesus. I just want to remind you that we serve a living God. And only a living God can restore fellowship with his people. Mohammed cannot. confucius cannot. Whatever flavor of, of, of Day Oprah and Steve Harvey serve cannot. Positive thinking cannot. But a living Savior can take you out of your sin and prepare a table for you and, and restore fellowship with you. There will be there will be those times when Jesus just show up, and when he does, he changes everything. You know how you're waiting for the doctor to change everything. Um, one time when I was in grad school in Pittsburgh, I was in administrative hospital. My wife prepared lunch for me, and I forgot to put the ice pack um, in the lunch in my. Thing. So I got so busy at my desk, I forgot to put the, my, my lunch in the fridge. And it was ground chicken, okay? Um, it was ground chicken. And it was, I was there maybe for like four hours. Sat there, room temperature. No brainer. So me being good old Haitian, that's why, you know, I'm very particular as to where I eat and what I eat. What I eat. Because me being Haitian that I am, I went and warmed my ground chicken. I didn't think twice about it. And I ate it. Well, food poisoning. Reaction. Passed out. In the hospital. Call blue. I'm not called blue. Whatever code it was. Uh, um, and they call a code. And, and so then, and at that moment, listen, there, there's a specific team that, that's designed. Whenever they call that code, and each day a group of people is on that. People from the fifth floor, third floor, fourth floor. I was in the, th- the second floor. A children's hospital in Pittsburgh. And I pass out in my office. And because I remember, like I wasn't, you know, after I ate lunch, I came back and I was like, I told one of my coworkers, I'm like, I don't feel too well, and and, and listen, I, but back then I had more hair than I have now, and uh, um, and, and, and I started sweating in my hair, so you know, kind of you know, kind of be like soft because so much sweat coming out. I, said, I don't feel too well, and then so so I'm about to sit down and I pass out, and and Sheila was my coworker, and I said Sheila, and I passed out, and Sheila called Sheila. Like, She's about to dial 911. No, there's a code you dial in the hospital. And then the people came in. I remember this, like, I remember seeing one particular doctor. She was wearing some high heels. She took it out, and she had it in her hands, and she was running. I, I remember, and they took me down. And when they took me down to to, to, to the children's emergency room and and they put me in one of the children's emergency bed and, and 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 so I remember this the doctor said to me, doctor came in and they, they did all this stuff. Doctor came in and says, Well, um, you're gonna be all right. Um, he gave me a ginger ale and a pill. A ginger ale and a pill. That's it. That's it. And then he said, Ivy said, you know, just rest for a couple hours and after that I, drew, I drove myself home but see what I'm saying to you is this for me to be restored a team of people was designated was prepared, equipped to get me back to where I'm at Jesus is still showing up it's just that you don't think it's Jesus because every time a child of God come into your life and tell you don't sin like this it's Jesus, it's not them See, we are being called, we have been summoned as a result of our encounter to be now agent who encounters other on behalf of Christ. That's what Paul says, if I live, it is no longer I that live, but Christ that lives within me. Can I tell you this? Uh, um, The the hospital, the hospital, I still had to go check with my PCP. Afterwards, I called and make an appointment with my PCP and because of the condition that I came out of, emergency room, I had a window to make an appointment and that window, no matter what it was, the, for the doctor's office, they had to see me. Three to five days, they have to see you. So in the same way, Jesus is calling you and I to go meet the sinners where they are. Because when we go, it's him they will see. To Care for them where they are. They're hungry under the bridge, feed them right there. Clothe them right there. they thirsty, give them drinks right there. Then upon that, and you stand there and, and chill with them. And talk with them. Upon you doing those things, they're able to listen to what you have to say. See, we have a mandate. If you talk about appearance that matters, we are Jesus' hand and feet. So what are the takeaways? Oh, takeaways. Here, here it is. Number one, don't go back to your prior life. Don't go back. Can't go back to the way it used to be. No. You know why? Because Jesus came in. Y'all not helping me. I'm done. I know you're ready for your um, dinner. Jesus came and changed you. Can't go back to the way it used to be. And and, and here, here it is. Here it is. Take away. Take this home with you. If you stumble, he's able to find you. The devil's going to tell you if you stumble, you're on your own. That's a lie. If you stumble, Jesus is able to find you exactly where you are. And, and you, you you, know, you know you say, well, what does all that mean? You know what it means? You are a candidate for restoration. You are a prime candidate for restoration. Because our God is not the restoration business. Do you guys know that um, recycling is a multi-billion dollar industry? Some of them shoes that you are wearing, it's made out of recycled materials. Some of the most expensive bags that you got, they're made out of recycled materials. Some of the Michael Kors, and give me some of the names, some Michael Kors, that's all I know. Gucci, Prada, <laughs> the devil wears Prada. <laughs> Uh, uh, um, some of those things, guess what they're made out of? Recycling materials. Can I tell you something? Each time you encounter the Savior, He is willing to recycle you. Take your testimony. Take your trials and tribulation and turn it into tes- to turn it into a testimony. Let, let me let me say I, I think I started when I said this. Let me say this again. Jesus, each time he meets you, each time you encounter him, is willing to take your past sins and forgive them. And then so you can go tell somebody, guess what? I used to do this, but I don't do it no more because Jesus restored me. I used to cuss, I don't cuss no more because Jesus restored me. I used to still, but I don't do it no more because Jesus restored me. I used to be upset. At any given moment, but I don't do it no more because Jesus restored me. Because when he restores you, no, no, because when he shows up, he changes everything. Let me say this again. That makes me feel better because I used to do a whole lot of things. I no longer do, not because of my own power, but it's simply because I met a man named Jesus. A man who was willing to meet me where I was. Take, take, took care of me where I was and restore me upon his restoration of me, I, everything changes for me. Can I tell you the same thing is available to you today? The same thing is available to you today. Jesus is willing to meet you where you are. I don't know where you are today. I don't know what sin you mired in. I don't know what weight that you are carrying that's, that, that's, that seems to be heavier than you. I, I, I don't know what stress that making you have alopecia. I don't know what, what it is that, that seems to be a, a burden that's so heavy that you cannot carry. Can I tell you something? Right where you are, with that burden, the financial struggle, that educational struggle, that, 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 that identity struggle, that, that, that pain, that pain, that depression... Can I tell you something? Jesus is willing to meet you where you are. Every eyes close, every head bow. I'm done. Every eyes close, every head bow. If you got some issues, some pain, something that, that, that's so heavy, that's so heavy, that burden is so heavy laden, I want you to stand on your feet because Jesus wants to encounter you right here, right now he wants to encounter you and he can take care of you because you, you you know that the problem been so deep so heavy and it's as if like you've been fishing you, you've been casting your nets but nothing is coming up you're going up empty and empty the pills don't work the drinks don't work the drugs don't work the therapists don't work The friends don't work. Can I tell you, Jesus says, I work. What I provide works. If that's you, would we'll you stand wherever you are? Wherever you are, Jesus says, I want to take care of you. I want to take care of you. And, and, and taking, Jesus taking care of you is taking care of that burden. Whatever you cannot carry, Jesus says, I want to carry it for you. Anybody else got some cross that you want Jesus to carry for you? Anybody here? Anybody else? And and there are some of you, Jesus says, I want to restore fellowship. You've been drifting and drifting and drifting. And Jesus said, I want to restore that fellowship. Father God, we come to you in Jesus' name. We want to thank you for who you are. Thank you for loving us. Thank you for meeting us where we are. Thank you for taking care of us in spite of our situation, in spite of how we look. Thank you for taking care of us. You took took care of us emotionally, spiritually, mentally, socially, culturally, educationally, financially. Lord, you take care of us all the way through from head to toes. And you've restored fellowship with us. And Father, we know that what you restored, it's restored for good. So Lord, enable us to truly know that you've restored us for good, for the glory of your name. It's in Christ Jesus we pray. Amen.